Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Square Circle Podcast. And if you love listening to this podcast and want to consider making your own podcast, just download the Anchor app. Anchor allows you to make any type of podcast you want all in one place, all for your convenience. You might think that this has some strings attached. It does not. So let me explain what Anchor can do for you. It is currently free. Well, it's probably always going to be free. There's creation tools within Anchor that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. How easy is that? And then Anchor will distribute your podcast so you can be heard on Spotify Apple, and all major podcast programs. And you could also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It has everything you need in one place. Now all I need you guys to do is to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thank you guys. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Square Circle Podcast. I am your host, Marie Shadows. And on this episode of the Square Circle Podcast, I will be reviewing AEW Dark and AEW Dynamite that aired on TNT Network on June 2nd and June 3rd. I would like to take a moment to thank everybody over on the social media side, especially Twitter. You guys have been super amazing by sharing my content, retweeting it, and also having civil conversations with me in the replies. That is all I ask for. I ask for just civil conversations so that way we can understand our point of views and not blow up at each other or become angry because my comment doesn't sit well with your comment or your way of thinking. The wrestling community should be a lot more positive and the wrestling community should be a lot more fun. There's no need for any toxicity or any type of negative comments just because you don't agree with someone else's opinion or someone else's idea or someone else's thoughts. Not everybody has the opportunity to grow up the same way that you have grown up and every person's environment and experiences shape them differently than yours. Stop trying to make them seem like they're all robots and they should all have your ideology. That's not going to happen. That won't happen in a perfect world. Let's not fool ourselves. Especially when it comes to professional wrestling, everyone has difference of opinions. If you do not agree with someone's opinion, at least hear them out and then follow it up with a very courteous, let's agree to disagree. That doesn't hurt either. I'm just saying, I'm just throwing it out there. This podcast isn't going to be bashing the wrestling community. It's to bring to light just certain events that's been happening over the past couple of weeks when we're in the middle of a very high emotional, but I honestly do want to thank all of my followers, all of my all of my supporters, and everyone that I interact with for having a wonderful time. Your support means so much to myself and the Square Circle Podcast brand as a whole. In other news, brand as a whole. In other news, I did not record a podcast for the AEW Dynamite episode that debuted on May 27th. That will be up in written form over on the squarecirclepodcast.substack.com side, which is basically the newsletter of the Square Circle Podcast. So as you guys know, the Square Circle Podcast is a podcast where I discuss professional wrestling because that is my life and my passion. I cannot get to every single topic because it will be three hour plus long, just me talking and it might get boring and just really dragged out. So whatever topics I cannot cover on the podcast episode itself, 
will be written up and posted on the Square Circle Podcast newsletter over at Substack. Now, if you are signed up to the newsletter, please do so now if you're not. But if you are already signed up, you will not be getting bombarded daily with emails that have my write-ups of AEW or any type of wrestling topics that I want to talk about that does not make it into the podcast. What I will be doing is one email that is a roundup of all the links that you would need to click on and read and listen and look at from those links. I think that it'll do a very disservice to you guys and it'll bombard your emails every single day. I'm not going to be doing that, like I said. That's fine too. But I will not bombard you every single day or even five times a day with wrestling-related stuff. You guys have lives. I have lives. It'll make it easier with just one big email. Cool? So again, if you have not signed up to the Squared Circle Podcast newsletter, please do so now. We'll go on an amazing adventure together, and it will just let me know that you won't miss a notification and or update to what I do with the Squared Circle Podcast. So please go to squaredcirclepodcast.substack.com. Our first opener for AEW Dark is John Schuyler versus Billy Gunn. I will always call him Billy Gunn. I will always call him Billy Gunn. Calling him Billy just sounds really weird, but it is the gun club because he is with his son, Austin Gunn. Anyway, it's Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn getting under Skyler's skin by doing hammer locks and then smacking him in the ass to get smacking him in the ass to get psychological with him. There is a sidewalk throw that Billy does to Skyler from Skyler to Billy. And then Billy does the famous search to Skyler to pick up the win. One, two, three. Our next match on AEW Dark is a tag team match. It is John Cruz and Joe Alonzo versus the Butcher and the Blade. It starts off with the Butcher and the Blade automatically attack Alonzo and Cruz. This might be stemming from on spoiler alert. AEW Dynamite when the Butcher and the Blade attack the Young Bucks to save the day. The Blade and the Butcher to get off of the Young Bucks. Now, back to this match. The Butcher does a pump handle slam. Butcher tags in leg drop on Cruz while Blade holds him. Drop Toho to Cruz. Cruz hits his head in the turnbuckles. There's an inverted backbreaker. There's an inverted backbreaker. That's done three times to Cruz. And then there's also a cross body to Joe Alonzo. There's a suplex to Alonzo that has been done twice to him. The blade comes in with chops to Alonzo. Alonzo tries to kick, tries to get in some offense, but it doesn't work. Cruz tried some offense as well. That doesn't work either. So the butcher does a backbreaker and then the suplex knees combination from butcher and the blade to pick up the victory. One, two, three. Kylan King, there's some chain wrestling in the beginning of this match with some uh, side headlock. Then a shoulder tackle from Kylan to Christy. There's a cover spot where you cover me, one, two, kick out, cover, one, two, kick out, cover, one, two, kick out, cover. That's a cover spot. Then there's an arm drag and a hip toss from Kylan to Christy. Kylan does a clothesline twice, then a boot. Then Christy spins. Here comes another boot, another boot to face. Then a German suplex, then a cutter, then a cover, 
Christy reverses the cover and grabs Kaylin's pants for the three count. So that whole little sequence was the easier way to understand that is Kylan had the upper hand for most of the part. It took a quick second for Christy to use the momentum and the body weight of, of Kylan to roll her over and hold her pants to pick up the three count. Next, we have another tag team match on AEW Dark, which is a tag team match featuring the de- featuring the debuts of Big Game Leroy and EJ Lewis versus Santana and Ortiz. So as you guys know, the Square Circle Podcast was founded on the idea of giving independent wrestlers a spotlight within the New York City, New Jersey area, because that's the only places I'm allowed to travel at the moment. I don't have enough finances to travel all around the 50 states and all around the world to bring you guys fantastic independent wrestling from wrestlers who don't get enough spotlight. That was the whole entire idea and the plan, and that's still going to go strong. So Big Game Leroy was featured. He is seen leaning on the fence playing his Nintendo Switch. And on the indie circuit, he's known to fight with the Nintendo Switch. And he is a huge gamer. And this is the first time that I got introduced to Big Game Leroy in in a match. For EJ Lewis, I have seen him around the indie circuit. He is a very well-talented wrestler. So be on the lookout for him and also Big Game Leroy on the independent scenes. I do not know what happens after this match or even after them being in the mini movie with Private Party. Who knows? Why this match was automatically one-sided for reasons I don't know why. Santana and Ortiz had a very aggressive side to them. I understand that Santana and Ortiz Santana and Ortiz had a very aggressive side to them. I understand that Santana and Ortiz lost along with the rest of the inner circle members at the stadium stampede match in Double or Nothing. However, I don't know why they didn't give them a chance to fight back. That they just decided to be really mean to both Big Game Leroy and EJ Lewis. Shout out to EJ Lewis for taking most of the bumps. So this is how the match went. Santana stomped the Nintendo Switch out of Leroy's hand. By that time, I think they also knocked him out. He was out um, of the match for a little bit. Santana throws EJ across the ring. There's There's a tag team combo. Shoulder tackle from Santana to EJ. Running Santana Ortiz to EJ. And then the step up Santana on EJ from Santana. Ortiz comes in with two suplexes and a side suplex to EJ. Ortiz comes in with a gurry special on EJ where Santana continuously chops EJ's chest. Ortiz then decides to release EJ. Santana kicks EJ. EJ trying to get some offense in, but it does not even work. Santana with a super kick. Ortiz with the Michinuku driver and then Santana Middle rope moonsault. There is a Liger bomb face plant combo into the turnbuckles. There's a running cannonball to Leroy, which is done by Santana. And then both Santana and Ortiz do the street sweeper to pick up the victory for this match. It was very fast paced, very one sided. And I think that they should have at least let big game Leroy and EJ Lewis get some offense in to show what they're made of. Even watching the match, I was just like, you in this match do for no reason. Without looking and these guys like you're super should powerful. 
have some offense. But then again, I do understand that they're playing characters and, and that Lewis they need to be angry due to the recent losing in this particular instance. Like that, but um, because they didn't get much offense, then they do didn't it get out looking like you're super powerful. But then again, Big Game Leroy and EJ Lewis are there for being in this particular instance jobbers because they didn't get much offense and they didn't get their moves in. They didn't get themselves over. You know who they are based on Private Party and the mini movie, which is cool. You know who they are, but like in ring wise, you don't know who they are. You don't know why Big Game Leroy plays his Nintendo Switch while he's in the match. You don't know what EJ can do that can surprise you to cheer for him, you know, lopsided. But who knows? Maybe. I'd rather see those matchups than vets. more than anything else. We're going to call them vets. Because at least with um, indie more versus than indie, anything else, they'll learn. Because at least with, unless they're put against Sammy, Ray Phoenix, and anyone else who wants to take the time out to give them a break. Our main event for AEW Dark is another tag team match. Brandon Color teams up with Peter Avalon to take on the Natural Nightmares, which consists of Dustin Rhodes and QT Marshall. Both Brandon Cutler and Peter Avalon are on a 12-match losing streak, respectively, in singles competition. However, in the tag team department, that is one territory they have not tried yet, and I like the idea of putting them together as a tag team to see if they can cope together and what new stories can come out of this whole entire rivalry that they have. If you guys do not know, write-up of AEW Dark on squaredcirclepodcast.substack.com. So during this recap, I basically wrote my thoughts about Brandon Cutler versus Michael Nakazawa. I say, Brandon Cutler is my favorite wrestler to watch in all elite wrestling. He has the passion and heart of a wrestler. He wants to succeed and not be known as a charity case since the Young Bucks gave him a contract to sign back in 2019 before anyone else came on board with the company. I never saw Brandon as a charity case. He's living and loving life in a profession he's always considered to be everything. He took a break to start a family and through watching the Young Bucks juggle fatherhood and husband duties while being out on the road, he realized he can do it too. With AEW's schedule, he's able to fulfill all duties, even cameraman for Being the Elite. And if you guys have not watched the Being the Elite episode 205 called Stadium Stampede, in that episode, Brandon Culler gives a heartfelt monologue of him feeling like a charity case and he wants to prove everybody wrong and he hasn't lived up to the expectations of what the Young Bucks might have wanted him to do. Loss streak on AEW. He's not even in the rankings. It is very powerful and very emotional. Wrestling takes, hot takes, nice takes, love takes, romantic takes, professional wrestling takes. Please sign up to the newsletter squaredcirclepodcast.substack.com. For this tag team match on AEW Dark that aired on June 2nd, it starts off with some fast-paced action between Brandon and Dustin. They go counter for counter for counter. 
There is a high hip toss by QT to Peter, then an elbow strike. QT catches Peter's crossbody. QT does a suplex to Peter. QT running rope to rope while shoulder tackling Peter. There's a top rope double axe handle move on Peter from QT. From there, we get Leva inserting herself, being a distraction by grabbing QT's leg. QT goes out to the outside and slaps Leva's book out of her hand. This makes Leva very upset. Peter does a tope suicida. Peter does a big leg larry to QT, then punches him in the stomach. There's an integuri to QT from Peter. Then a senton to QT. There's then a senton to QT. There's between Dustin comes in with some offense to Peter. The Manhattan drop. Peter comes in with the double knees to Dustin's back. There's a springboard elbow to Dustin. Brandy comes in. She had enough of Leva interfering. Brandy does a stunner to Leva. Then there is a spear to Leva from Peter. That was accidental. Again, another miscommunication in this match. Then there is the Manhattan drop to Brandon by Dustin. Then a Canadian destroyer that Dustin does onto Brandon. Picks up the victory. One, two, three. This is Brandon Cutler's and Peter Avalon's first loss as a tag team competitors. The Natural Nightmares pick up the victory on this AEW Dark episode. All right, guys, that is all. If you guys enjoyed that episode, make sure to retweet it, like, even have a conversation with me over on the Twitter side and or anchor side and or squarecirclepodcast.substack.com newsletter just so that we could chat about it. How did you guys enjoy it? Did you enjoy every single match? Do you have any constructive criticism on the wrestlers and how they can improve their character, their overall presence, the matches and how long they go or the the psychology behind the matches? I'm here to have a conversation with you guys. Nothing has to be toxic. Nothing has to be negative. We're all here to talk about a product that we love and how to improve on it. If you guys are still with me, 2020, that is a fun episode to talk about. So after this episode, just please head over to the second one and I will see you there.